Welcome to Activations with JJ, Ascension School Part 29. In this episode, I will be sharing more with you about my adventures in the Akashic Records, including traveling to the quantum Akashic Records, visiting the octopus people, and working with someone whose sole purpose is to be a weaver of codes. I'm excited to co-create with you today, and I hope that this episode brings you expansion and enlightenment. Hello, my friends. I am thrilled to be with you again for another Ascension School episode. I always love creating these. My intention with these types of episodes is to allow us to dig a little deeper into subjects that take a little bit more time to uncover, unpack, and some of these really high-level topics are obviously pretty intricate, pretty detailed, especially this one of Akashic Records. Let me just tell you, I've had so many sessions over the last few months, like just incredible things have been coming through, and many of you have listened to the first episode I did about my quote-unquote adventures in the Akashic Records, and many of you know that due to the popularity of those sessions and also a pull from Spirit, I decided to open up more time slots for people to travel through the Akashic Records with me, which means I have more content for these episodes. In fact, I want to let you know that I'm so grateful to the people who allowed me to share these stories. They are very specific and personal, but I don't refer to their names, and they did say that they felt that this information would be good for other people to know. The first one I'm going to take you through was a very interesting case where we walked into the Akashic Records And it was so strange because I felt like there were cobwebs all over the place. And I'm like, this is weird. Are we supposed to be dusting? Like, did we neglect, did she neglect the Akashic records? Like, what is, what are we trying to be told here? Now, let me just take you and pull you back just a little bit and give you a little bit of information about what happens when I see things in the records. And and if you're doing the same thing, what they mean. Everything in the Akashic records is symbolic, okay? There are not real contracts per se. They are symbolic of energy. And so what I knew was happening was we were being sent a message through these cobwebs, although it did not come clear right at the beginning. As we moved through our session, we went to a table where things were laid out for us to work with. And that's what I always set the intention to do. And you can do the same. You don't have to work that hard for it. You can just say to your Akashic record keeper, hey, will you just lay out here what would be best for me to work on right now? And that's what happened. So as we were moving through the different objects on the table, I stopped on this really interesting set of strings with knots in them. And and all of a sudden, I remembered there was an indigenous people, I believe in South America, that their language was done through knots on strings. And Spirit said to me, that's actually contracts those strings and that weaving. It just felt like some kind of a weaving knots and like some sort of object related to that. And all of a sudden, Spirit said, have her burn some of these strings. And I could literally see her take like a candle. And funny enough, this person, her one of her really strong elements is fire. Fire comes through in every single one of her sessions. So it was very on brand for her. And I've never done this before because I was like, why aren't we using scissors? Don't we normally just cut the cords or, you know, some of you have done this work before. No, it was burning. It was burning the strings. And so she took a candle to a string, which spirit told me that's a contract. That's the release of a contract. 
and she burned that string and the contract dissolved and then she burned another string and the contract dissolved. Well, when we got done, we had this sort of string woven thing, but I knew that it needed like it needed a little help because we were burning stuff and I was like, okay. And Spirit said, well, now it's time to sort of put it back together. It's time to do some more weaving and weave things in. And so again, here was this theme of weaving. Well, what came through after that was her mother and grandmother stepping forward to say, you are a weaver. You are a weaver for our family ancestry and you are weaving things together and healing things, right? Because again, what we had done was symbolic of that. We were removing certain threads, which I could pretty much say were like programs and and karmic patterns. We were removing those and we were reweaving into things. Now, the crazy thing about this session and the fun thing about this session is that we kind of let that soak in, right? We finished up the session and then this person had stuff dropping in over the next few days and kept sharing with me. For instance, she said, I've always been scared of spiders. They freak me out a little bit. But now she's starting to realize like this weaving, this weaving is a thing. And I have to say, if I remember right, the goddess Arachne did come through. Arachne usually comes through when it comes to weaving. Now, again, this person had sent me these emails after the fact and said, oh my gosh, and this is coming together. For instance, they had dabbled in weaving and they had considered going into textiles as a, as a career. And so, and then the other thing that came through was more and more just dropping in. And I love it when people take a session with me and they just start diving in because what we bring through in 45 minutes is not the whole picture. What I really feel like is happening in a 45 minute session like that is doors are opened and then the person can take it as far as they want to down that path. But what she sent me later was the Greek mythology of the three fates and the weaving. And immediately it hit me. I'm like, yes, that's exactly one of the roles that you have. And I know that there are other people who are listening to this who are also weavers and essentially weavers of codes is really what it feels like weavers of timelines and weavers of codes so if you're listening and that resonates with you i definitely encourage you to look more into that i have a few resources related to the weavers one i know i did a fairies and elementals gathering and my playback is on my shop so if you look for the one that involves the weavers i'll try to drop the link to that below the other one is an actual youtube meditation with the dream weavers so that was a really fun one that i made about four or five months ago and i'll also drop the link to that below so that was our theme for that particular akashic session and it just turned into this really cool thing and that's of course why the spiders and the cobwebs came through at the beginning she was related to that energy of weaving this next akashic record story is very fascinating i actually ended up going to a place a dimension of Akashic Records that I had never been to before. We started off by calling in her Pleiadian family and they escorted us very slowly to a very high density Akashic Records plane. And it felt like it was her personal records, but where it was located, where we were going, felt very far away as far as the vibration went. And so we took our time. They actually told us to go one step at a time. And I had her imagine stairs going up and it was like, okay, take one more and don't go fast. And whenever they're doing that, I know that they're calibrating us. I know that they're calibrating us to be able to connect with that high of a density. Well, when we got there and we walked into her records, it was so hard for me to describe what I was seeing. It felt nothing like any other Akasha records I had ever been to before. 
Well, we walked in and it felt like things were floating, like these orbs. So these orbs started coming in, in our, into my visuals. And I started seeing them drop in like little bubbles floating. It felt like we were in water, but it really wasn't water. It was just like a very fluid energy. I was trying to figure out what to do with these objects and what they were. And all of a sudden it occurred to me, these are like records. These would be like books on a shelf, but they weren't. They were orbs floating in the air. And they started to kind of just call on us to play with them. And she was playing and there felt like this energy of play there. Like she was just exploring, right? We were just getting used to the energy there. When I decided to call forth her Akashic Records Keeper, as they came through, it, it occurred to me that it was a blue being and what dropped in was the word Pleiadian Arcturian Hybrid. And that particular Akashic Records Keeper, as I said, okay, we're here to do the work, gave her a what looked like to me a VR goggle headset, <laughs> which was a little weird. I was like, okay, this is new. And this being said, we are wanting to rewire her brain. We are wanting to rewire her brain. So we're, we're putting these on. And all of a sudden, I, had, I described for her what I was feeling, which was like pulses of light. It was like this really, really advanced technology to rewire the brain through pulses of light and through these VR goggle things. And so as they worked on her like that, more things started dropping in about where we were. And it occurred to me all of a sudden that we were not really, 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 really far away in a galaxy. We were inside of her. And I, as she was going through these, these little light therapy things, I was actually having a side conversation telepathically with her Akashic Records Keeper. And I was like, wait a minute, are we, are we tiny right now? And the guide said, yes, we are tiny. You know, the movie Ant-Man, because they usually use things that I can refer to in my life. And they use the movie Ant-Man. And they're like, well, we're in the quantum, but we're in her body. This is a place of Akashic Records in her brain. We are inside the very depths in a very, very, very teeny, teeny nanoparticle way in her brain. And what we're working with is very intricate wiring and energy. And so we moved through all of this and my mind was just kind of like reeling from the fact that we were teeny tiny because after the the being the being said yes, the guide was like, yes, I'm tiny. And I was like, wait, then that means we are too. And so then it started kind of throwing me off. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm really tiny. And we got out of it and it felt like, again, we had been so far away. And then I just realized we were not, we were inside of her. When you travel into the quantum, and I've done it a handful of times with different clients, most people aren't very well calibrated to the quantum realm. It takes a lot of work to calibrate your body to be able to handle the quantum. I usually only travel to the quantum with a very small handful of people. A lot of them have been in the medical profession, which is fascinating. This is like a thing that links all of them together is they've all been in the medical profession. I think because they understand a little bit of the inner workings there. But what is held in the quantum realm are answers to many, many questions we have and many answers to how to ascend are in that realm. So I would invite you, if this sounds appealing to you, to go to your guides and to consider how you can travel to the quantum realm. I also think it would be really fun to do like some, some kind of workshop where we literally go in a group and we astral travel to the quantum realm to find out more about that inner world. So that was just, oh, it was just a fun, fun Akashic Record reading. And I'm still thinking about where we were and how cool it was. Can't get it out of my mind. It was just a really fun place to be. 
All right, we're going to shift now into the octopus people. That was a theme for two different sessions that were so powerful. And I asked both of them, I was like, oh my gosh, this is related to another one I did. And can we share? And so here I am sharing some different experiences that these people had. The first person had an incredible experience where we traveled again. And the octopus people are a lot like the quantum. They're so different in density compared to our bodies that it took us a while to get there. The way that we got there wasn't like stair steps this time. In this session, the way they had me describe it to her was like we were going through portal after portal after portal, or they kind of think they used the word wormhole, wormhole, and we went through another wormhole, and then we went through another wormhole. And when we do that, I know we're going very, very, very far away, which technically it's not linear. It's actually in vibration. It's not like miles per se, but it was very different from where our bodies are at. So we really had to stretch and, and really be calibrated. Once we got there, I felt like we were being called to her oversoul. And of course, this was like her records, but it was like this living thing. And there was her oversoul, an octopus being that had these tentacles. And what I was told was that each of the tentacles, and there were eight, represented one of her sort of soul aspects, including her human life. Okay, and what was the invitation was to go into the consciousness of the higher oversoul for us to take her mind there. Now, this theme had been dropping through for her. This was not new to her. When we started the session, I said, what's coming up? And she said, well, Mother Octopus, Octopus is coming through for me. And so what happened was, is we were in that energy and I felt like she had other tentacles. This oversoul had other tentacles that were not necessarily soul aspects, but just kind of cords and connections. Like she could almost connect in like a big internet to a whole bunch of different galaxies and universes. In order to do the work that we did, though, we were invited to bring all of those in like we were reeling in fishing lines, which was really, really interesting. We were doing Akashic work essentially for her oversoul and I was like what can we do this oh my goodness there's always a first time for everything and that's what we were doing so that's kind of the recap and there's more that happened but that's the main thing that I wanted to mention to you about that except for if you feel connected to a if an inky energy let me put it this way if an inky dark inky energy has been coming to you or you've been feeling it or if you've ever been to a realm with that kind of energy let me just say to you a lot of times it's the octopus people they work with this cosmic womb substance is literally what it's been described as in fact i had this synchronicity i had a session like that with somebody and then not too many days after this book i was reading was mentioning the dark inky cosmic womb and I was like, oh my gosh, that's the energy that the octopus people work with. And of course, we see it in our world here. They exist as the octopus animals and part of their essence is in that. And octopus, octopi are very intelligent beings, if you did not know that. These ones were obviously very, very high density, the ones that we traveled to. So to close out that one, we just finished up and, and traveled back very carefully through all the wormholes and portals so that we could recalibrate to our bodies. The second session I had related to the octopus people, which I was not predicting and happened in a matter of two days, they often do that because I'm already calibrated. So they'll send me people who are from very similar realms and soul families because I'm already calibrated to their energy and they'll be like, oh, 
yeah, let's get let's get four of those together so that JJ's body doesn't have to go back and forth and she can really already be somewhat calibrated to us. So in this one, it was the same. We were working hard and we were calibrating and calibrating and calibrating and going and going. And oftentimes I'm calibrating a lot more than they're having to because it's literally their soul essence that energy is. And so I'm just like, sorry, I'm worked like somebody in high elevation. You know, they're used to high elevation. I'm not. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So we land in this place and I see her Akashic records materialize before me. Okay. And it looks like this huge vault building thing, like a big hangar, but bigger than that with these giant doors, several hundreds of feet tall stories several stories tall and I'm like wow I feel like a tiny little ant I do not know where we are and let me rewind for just a quick second because I'm telling you this story after the fact so the context of the octopus is already there the octopus people but when she first came into our session and she was saying I'm not sure what my starseed race is like I've been told a lot of things all of a sudden, I heard the word octopus, and I was like, am I just thinking that because somebody else was an octopus, like, just a few sessions ago? <laughs> Why am I feeling octopus again? But again, I just kind of tucked that away. We were traveling, all right, and I had no clue where we were going. I didn't know we were going to the octopus people, even still. We got to that doorway. We got to that huge doorway, and we entered this giant room, vast, huge room, and I saw this little spotlight on this little tiny computer. And I am not kidding you. It was like this little computer in the room. And we walk in and I'm like, I think we're supposed to sit down at this computer. And then I feel this presence come through and it was the octopus. And of course I had in the back of my mind, our octopus is going to come in this session. And they did. So this enormous octopus being floats in so big, like several stories high that large and again I told you we felt like we were ants the whole time and we're sitting at this computer and I feel the octopus people as I said before they speak to you telepathically they come in just they're very good at tele telepathic communication literally if you want to try to tune better into to different beings they're very easy to tune into once you calibrate to their energy because they're so good at telepathy. They're so good. And they're really good at like translating into English what they want to say, which is, I don't know why, but that's just coming in. And I know that sounds weird to say, but someday I'll do like a channeling course where I tell you, break down for you all of the different ways it feels to connect with all these different interdimensionals because it's it's so varied how they come through. So anyway, back to the the being that was telling us. And the being said, yeah, this is the records. This is how you're going to do this. So I feel like there's this sort of menu and we call up like a record, like her records are like in a list, like in bullet points. And I'm like, oh, we're going to work with this. And it had to do with removing veils. Interestingly enough, a lot of the Akashic sessions I've been doing have had to do with removing veils, which is very, very fascinating. So it was, it was related to doing, to removing veils. And so I clicked on it and then I saw this drop-down menu. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. This is what I saw. I saw this drop-down menu and it, it, it was like 50 different options underneath removing veils. And it was like, remove veil from this life, remove veil from this life, remove veil from this life. And I was like, oh, so we don't want all your memories to come back all at once. 
So let's just select a few. So I said, okay, just imagine yourself, click, click. I want to remember this life now. And I want to remember this life now. And I want to remember this life. And then they literally had us drag them or like collect them and like push the little garbage can symbol. That's how it came through in my mind. All right. It's all symbolic. Just know that the, the octopi don't have computers like that, but they, they, they knew what would speak to us. They knew what symbols we needed to do this with. And that was the easiest Akashic Records contract release I have ever done. So I am forever and always going to promote that style of Akashic Records work because it was simple. It was simple. It was very clear cut what we needed to do. Everybody receives the records in a different way. Now, the fact that this came through as a computer and as this kind of a situation is very significant to this person's sole purpose, she has a very strong connection to tech, technology, and her energetic body is very computer-like because something else they showed us on the screen because I said, okay, we're done with the, we're done with this. What else do we need to know? So then they just flashed something else on the screen and I was like, what is that? It looked like very, very detailed blueprints for light and schematics for like a computer mainframe or something. I could not tell what it was. And I go, I think this is like your body, but it looks like a computer and I can see things, parts labeled and everything. And I said to them, I said, can you guys show this to us in a little bit more basic way? Because I don't understand. I knew they were trying to show us her sole purpose and like her gift and who she was, right? And I said, this is coming across kind of overwhelming. Can you, can you break this down and make it more simple? So then all of a sudden what popped up on the screen was a triangle, literally a triangle symbol. And each of the triangle points had a little, like it looked like a word, but it wasn't in English. It was a symbol. And I said, okay, that's great. Can you now translate those symbols for me? Because I'm not understanding what you're trying to say. So then all of a sudden I saw the symbol turn into English letters, but there, there was a little catch to it. Each of the symbols was an anachronym. It was three letters. And they were in an acronym. So the first one was R-A-M, RAM. And I knew immediately it had to do with computer. The second one was D-N-A. And the third one was C-P-U. Now, I won't go into all the details because I don't have time. We're about to wrap up this particular episode. But this was a huge synchronicity for her related to what someone else had told her about her energetic body and her role and her sole purpose. It's all about tech and computers and the best analogies her guides can bring in is around computers. So we actually ended the session. We kind of, we had to get out of there. Like, we're like, okay, I think we're done. We got what we needed. I was like, okay, we got a journey back. And in fact, by that time, I actually felt like my time was up in that dimension. I felt like my body was like, okay, we're done. Like, we need to go back into our body and ground before we can do anything else or our brain's going to turn to mush. So I said, I think we need to wrap up. So we gently exited thanking our beautiful octopus guides and went back into our bodies and, you know, fully grounded and everything. And I said to her, well, it, it feels like you've had a lot of doors opened. There's some little puzzle pieces for you. And she, she really appreciated the fact that there were synchronicities and I know that she'll do more work on her own to kind of explore what all of that means. All right, my friends, we're ready to wrap up this session. So let's all just take a nice deep breath. Ah, and 
set the intention to integrate whatever came through that will serve you for your greatest and highest good. I want to make sure I take a moment here to let you know what I have coming up. You know I love to co-create with you in every way, shape, and form, whether it's just listening to the podcast or whether you come to a virtual gathering or even some of the live gatherings I have coming up. So if you're interested in that, I'm just going to highlight for a moment some of the offerings I have coming up. First of all, first of all, I have all of my regular gatherings coming up. I am, depending on when you're listening to this, you might be able to sneak into our Atlantean Golden Age gathering, which is taking place. First of all, we have our 5D business activation workshop. I will be co-creating that with my amazing friend, Queenie, and that will happen on the 12th of February, and then Part two happens on the 18th of February. There will be playbacks of all of this. This workshop is going to be incredible. I've got so many themes coming in right now from AI to time magic to bringing in a spirit team to help you with your business. All of the things that you would want in order to shift your business into the 5D and really manifest what you know your business can do and what you know you can do with your business. All of the details are in the link below and I fully accept this particular workshop to sell out based on the popularity already. Even though we've only had the links live for like a week, I can see that it's most likely going to get full. So if you are interested, I would hop in right now before we have to close the doors. All right. The next thing that I want to give you a little sneak peek of or a little teaser about is a in-person retreat. I'm putting together an incredible opportunity for you to gather in the energy of Lemuria, Golden Age Lemurian energy. Again, co-creating this with my friend Queenie and several other amazing people. This will take place during Labor Day weekend in the United States. And we don't quite have those links live, but guess what? If you sign up to receive my monthly email by going to my website and just clicking on that form and putting your email in, you will be the first to find out all the details about this incredible retreat in Hawaii. September 2023, here we come. I'm so thrilled. I've never even been to Hawaii. Isn't that crazy? This is going to be so powerful. We can already feel it here several months before. We're prepping. We're getting ready. All right, my friends, the other thing I want to mention is it's almost the end of the month. So guess what? I'm about to come out with my monthly episode all about February. I'm not calling it an energy update anymore. Or maybe I still will, but you all know my philosophy about that if you listen to my January energy update. I'm going to drop in. I'm going to share with you some of the things I feel coming down for February. I do feel some powerful energies leading up to March, which I believe is going to be an apex. It's going to be a climactic moment in March. But the energies in February are going to be very powerful. So keep an eye out for that. Sign up to receive all the info about February before everybody else by going to my website, activationswithjj.com and and getting on my email list. My friends, I am, as always, so grateful. So, so grateful for you. I feel your energy. I feel your love. Never underestimate your power. Trust yourself. And remember that I am you and you are me. And we are we. Until next time. Thank you.